Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. It's not my real name. Uh, it's a pen name that I came up with here at LOL Sober. I am definitely an alcoholic. I'm definitely an addict, though. Uh, I remember when I went to rehab, I had a very specific thought about the reasons to get sober. First of all, don't die. I don't want to die. Let's try to live. And secondly, if I live, I want to be present for all the the birthday parties, the job promotions, Christmas, Easter egg hunts, wedding anniversaries, Super Bowl gatherings, other people's weddings, on and on and on. I wanted to be present for these joyous occasions. And that's the through line. If you, if you look at all of those things I just said, they're all happy events, lots of laughter, lots of love. And as I've said many times in this newsletter, I deeply believe in the idea that we are not a glum lot. Uh, people who founded 12-step recovery really went out of their way to tell us that um, we get sober for the joy, man, to find the good things in life. And it's a foundational part of my sobriety. And I liked sobriety from my first day, clean and sober, because life seemed so beautiful and fun and funny again after a long time of not being the, those things. But here's the thing. Life can be pretty sucky. Some days, sometimes it can be pretty sucky for weeks, months, maybe years even. Haven't had that, but uh, I've had a bad month or two. And I, I recently realized that it's just as important to be sober and present at, on those days as the fun ones. you know. And I'm in a rocky stretch right now. I'm not ready to share too much about it yet, but my family lost a great friend recently. She was 31 years old. Just got married, just had a daughter. It's so freaking sad and inexplicable. I just don't even know how to talk about it yet. I don't know how to process it yet. It just can't be real. But it is. And um, last week, right in the middle of trying to figure out how to how to grieve such a loss, my 17-year-old got into a car accident, and my 15-year-old was in the car too. The car was totaled, um, and that phone call, it's a it's up there as far as like the worst phone calls you can get as a parent. Um, and I was told, all I was told was she got into an accident. They're not injured, but they're scared and alone. And it's 15 minutes away. And I drove pretty fast to get there. <laughs> Maybe over the speed limit by a mile or per hour or two. Um, it's those moments that you get sober for too. You know, and I know that sounds weird, but life is life. It involves scary, painful stuff in addition to all that great stuff. And I don't want to feel any of the bad stuff, and yet I do. You know, I want to be calm and patient and sober and serene on the worst days of my life and the best days. I want to do it on both. And so that night I got that phone call about my kids. I rushed out to pick them up, and I stood there on the side of the road with them. Cops we're waving traffic through, and the tow truck lifted up her car and took it away to a junkyard. And they were fine. I was fine. The car, not so much. <laughs> I don't think uh, that car will be driven ever again. So I've begun to have new appreciation for difficult stuff. I still hate it when something bad happens. I'm, I'm never going to be glad that a bad thing happens. But I've reached a point where I know what to do to go through stuff, not, not fight, not flight, go through it, you know, and it sucks big time, but it is possible. I've seen other people do it and I've done it, done it a few times myself. And 
the thing is, I have a life now where there are people around me who need me to, to help them work through it too. And so even in those really ugly minutes or hours or days, I always try to remember my obligation as a dad, a husband, a friend, a sober person. I need to be as sober as possible for myself and for them, not just me, for them. And um, sometimes that can carry you through. You know, that usually helps me feel a sense of duty, which often motivates me to stay present. That really, I like, I like that part of it to have that uh, that sense of obligation. Like I got to I got to get through it. This is there's no other options. I'm not gonna run. I'm not gonna. I'm 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 here. And the bad days usually end up breaking though, and the sun comes out again. And I just had a quiet but beautiful Father's Day with my family. Um, you know, we were sad, but we all felt grateful for each other. And <laughs> my eight-year-old, um, she did some of the cutest, funniest little crafts um, for me. Like one was a little trophy cut out of paper and colored by her. It said, best dad in the world. And and uh, at one point she asked me, who's my favorite character from the movie Shrek? Uh, which has been a very popular film at my house recently. And I told her that I really thought uh, Pinocchio was funny in that movie, especially his voice. I just found it, <laughs> oh, I'm Pinocchio. Like, it's just like a really funny voice. Um, I'm a real boy. So we do that voice all the time. I find it really amusing. And um, I told her that, that that was my favorite. And um, she disappeared for like an hour. I forgot it, but I completely forgot about it. Eventually, she came back with this elaborate cutout of a guy who she said was Pinocchio. And she had drawn facial features on him and um, like a little hat on his head. And she had made a collapsible nose on his face and she handed it to me. And then she was standing there holding her phone and she hit play on her phone. And it played the section of the movie where Pinocchio tells a lie. And there's a funny voice signifying that his voice was growing like like that kind of noise. Um, and as it played, <laughs> as he told this lie on her phone, uh, she extended her handmade Pinocchio nose uh, from this thing that she had made. She extended it so it grew at the exact, the exact moment <laughs> from her phone and it was it was incredible coordination. Uh, it made me laugh so much. It made me laugh so hard that I had tears in my eyes. And I remember that those are the same eyes that had been crying in sadness for a week. Now, they are capable of uh, happy tears. And I guess in some ways, sadness and laughter, they come from the same place, right? And <laughs> that means I, I want to feel them both. So thanks for letting me share.